This week's episode is brought to you by Restanding. Or in other words, I get knocked down, but I get up again, and you're never gonna keep me down. Yeah, I know I used that joke last week, but whatever. There go my eardrums. All right. There go both of my eardrums. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And, uh, and today we're, we're, uh, we're talking about, um, so Dimension Police, if it wasn't already obvious from your shattered eardrums, uh, that's, uh, the, the Dimension Police got some support or uh, reveals from... Or did they? Or did they? And uh, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about uh, the... Uh, the idea of the restanding Vanguard in uh, standard format, but that'll be a little bit later. So, why don't we talk about the stream that happened last week um, where they revealed the VR of the Asia Circuit set for Dimension Police. Matt, would you like to do the honors? Uh, sure. His name is Ultimate Dimensional Robo, Great Daisha, same as same as before, and uh, BT, BTO, BTO9, yeah. or Eight, eight, sorry. Anywho, uh, so when it has an auto on Vanguard, when placed, you choose three of your front row units to get power plus 1,000 until end of turn, so all three of them. It also is a force gift, so you're going to place that as well, and it's going to be, you know, 20k somewhere, and then another 10k everywhere else. Anywho, and then it has a, a, an ability in hand at the end of the battle that your grade 3 Vanguard attacked. If, this unit's, if that unit's power is 45,000 or greater, and it was not placed during this turn, so, I mean, you didn't ride this turn, uh, you can counterblast one and ride this card as stand, and it gets power plus 10,000 until end of turn. So not only does he get a force circle, he gets another 10k, and you give 10k to your front row also. Mm-hmm. So the old 20-20-10, um, at least, plus whatever force circle you had before. Yes. So the old 20-30-10, probably. 20-30-10, it's a fun podcast, listen to it. Um, so uh, with with this card, uh, I think it's important to talk about just kind of the history of Dimension Police leading up to this because this is this means something uh, very big for the standard format. Um, so, what was Dimension Police like at the at its inception? All right. So, when the card first came out, you pretty much just had, um, well, you just had great uh, original Dayusha. So he's a great three ten k at the of your at the of combat. If his power is fourteen thousand or greater, he gets a great. So kind of the first point of Dimension Police was you gain crits, which yeah. is something that other clans didn't do. However, your powers weren't that high. Like, they cared about gaining power, and they cared about gaining crits. These were the two things, like, inherently that Dimension Police cared about a lot. Uh, they also had, um, there was a kind of a, this cheeky card called Commander Laurel. So this was back in BTO4. There was a cheeky card called Commander Laurel, which at the time was kind of a joke card. Um, but basically it says your Vanguard attack hits. You can rest four Dimension Police Rearguards and restand your Dimension Police Vanguard. So they kind of had like this weird restanding element, but it wasn't like a big part of the clan. In fact, it was kind of like a joke for most of the time. I mean, like even even the art of this guy, he's got like his hand out like. Yep, he's like yeah. go forth and yeah. do whatever, and and restand so, for us. Dimension Police has always been a very Vanguard focused clan. Even regard like, and that's what both the crit gaining and and the commander will have in common is that they're very vanguard focused, and so dimension police is still that very vanguard focused, 
and they care a lot about what the Vanguard is doing and how big the Vanguard is. And your your rear guards kind of like serve to make your so, Vanguard better. Right. So before the problem that Dimension Blades had was like your Vanguard would be very big and your rear guards would just not matter at all. So you're like, oh, my Vanguard is eight hundred thousand power. My rear guards are nineteen k. <laughs> uh, and I and I based on the new support. I, your Vanguard is not only getting power himself, restand, you know, being rewritten in the case of Great Dayusha, but also giving power to your rearguards again. So each time that your Vanguard does the cool thing, your rearguards are pumped up by it, which is much, much better than just, you know, just only your Vanguard doing the thing. Yeah, I mean, th- there was some rearguardery with things like Miracle Beauty, but, like, it wasn't... Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of it was just like, all right, I, I want this big dick damage to hit you, and then Laurel right. to restand it, and then hit you with big dick damage again. So the in the original Dimension Blades, there were kind of three major factions. You had the the uh, giant Robo faction, which and which kind of like mixed in with the uh, and you had like the Ultraman Ride Chain Enigman, yeah. and then you had like the like Gotcha Man style <laughs> kind of. Uh, like other units, like Miracle Beauty, for example, who's like a bird thing. So that's why. So that's why I use Gotcha Man in that references because she's a bird. Anywho, I mean, I, um, I, I didn't get it either way, so whatever. Right, right. I didn't expect you. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you had the another. You had the kind of the other side, which was the Galactic Beasts, who were like the evil villains. These were like giant monsters, like you know your Godzillas, your Moth, Moth you know whatever, yeah. whatever giant big kaiju thing that you're you're you know you're into. Um, the main one being the main one being Zeal. So while the good faction or the side of quote good end quote whose power was you know who was raising your power and kind of gaining crits, the side of evil was lowering your opponent's power. So ultimately doing the same thing. Yeah, for so basically doing the same thing because if you minus three on your opponent's vanguard, it's like giving your front row plus three k. Yeah. So th- but, that that was um, let's see, and then. That was up through like set thirteen was uh, dimensional robo zeal and uh, whatever the mm-hmm. Enigman beauty type of stuff was. Yeah, so DP after their set eight support where they got great Dayusha and like a few other like self damagers, uh, Cosmo Beak, etc. Wouldn't see support again, and this was so zeal was also in GBTO eight. Yeah, they wouldn't see support again until BTO eight. Yeah, sorry, B two eight. They wouldn't see support again until a the TD for Dimension Blades, and the TD included uh, Super Dimensional or Ultimate Dimensional Robo Dykeiser. Yes, or Super Dimensional Robo Dykeiser, and, and it was the break the, ride. And that was and this is where they guard break. Yeah, so this was the first kind of like so prior to this card, PGs were kind of like just like if you did it, you you, you guarded it. Congratulations, you did it. Uh, after this, this card basically said, like, yeah, that's actually not quite the case. There are ways to get around PGs. <laughs> and, uh, so this card had an ability when, uh, so you, it was a break ride, so when you, limit break four, when you ride on top of it, counter boss one, uh, if you do choose, choose one of your vanguards, it gets plus 10k to crit, and the skill, like, when your drive check reveals a grade three card, choose, uh, one of your opponent's guardians, retire it, and any, uh, can't be hit, or can't, yeah, can't be hit effects are nullified. Yes. So basically, it negates PGs if you hit a check at grade three, which was kind of bonkers, at, like and a very novel concept. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't so, like you know destroying the meta game, but it was definitely kind of scary for you to be okay, perfect guard, but like, should I do another? Uh, you know. 
So this is a time that they probably regretted, because at this time they could have easily just made it so that it pumps your regards as well. Yeah. And it probably would have been just as effective. But instead, they decided that they just wanted to make the Vanguard do more cool shit. When, well, when your Vanguard is now harder to guard, cards like Commander Laurel become better. Yes. So prior to this TD, Commander Laurel was a $1 card. <laughs> After this TD, Laurel was like $20. Damn. That is, uh... Just from one card, another card gets very expensive. Yeah. yeah. And this also came with a 12k beater, Die Dragon, who got who's now got, uh, retooled. And, uh... It came with, uh... And this was the first TD who didn't come with a vanilla starter as well. It came with, uh, Dimensional Robo Goyusha. Oh, that's right. Who, before, you could, uh, choose four Dimensional Robo three guards, shove them into soul... If you have a grade 2 or higher Vanguard, search your deck for a grade 3 Dimensional Robo and ride it. So, so their idea was that you could use this to break ride. Mm-hmm. That's good. But um, in reality, you just used it when your opponent was a grade 1 and you were grade 2 and you mm-hmm. become grade 3. Yeah. So what's funny... So there's a funny tournament in Japan where somebody built a um, JoJo-inspired deck called Crazy Diamond. Oh, God. Which was a, um, it ran six grade twos, it ran 12 grade, uh, eight grade ones, so eight grade ones, six grade twos, and like some ridiculous number of grade threes, like whatever the, so you had 17 grade zero, so 17 yeah. plus 10, plus what, 14, 31, so you had 20, why is math so hard? Oh, so you had <laughs> 19 grade threes or something ridiculous? Weren't you a math major? <laughs> Oh, sorry, I, I think it might, might have been... No, it was uh, 12 grade ones. So it's 12 grade ones. Look, that doesn't mean I can do basic math. Okay. <laughs> so you had 15 grade threes. You had 6 grade twos, 12 grade ones. And notably, they ran the Enigma ride chain for ride consistency. Yeah. So you ran... You started Enigma Flow. You ran 4 Enigma Ripple. You ran 4 um, PGs. You ran... Um, and then you ran 4 Laurel. And then you played four Operator Girl Mika and two Enigman Wave, the grade two Enigman, that you could search for when you ride Enigman Ripple on top of Enigman Flow. And then you ran, for your grade threes, you ran four Dykeiser, four Enigman Storm, uh, a bunch of Great Dayusha, some amount of, and some amount of other shit. Like uh, the 12K Hacker, <laughs> like whatever. And, and and the purpose of this was to win like the most original deck title, right? right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> and unfortunately, he ended up winning the whole tournament, so he did not win the most original deck. And said he won the event. <laughs> that must have been like the most bittersweet moment. He's like, I tried to make this meme, and then the meme won me the tournament. What the actual fuck? Right. right. And the deck was like actually pretty decent. Like it, it was very, it was high, very high variance. Right. Like you're not going to take this deck and be like, man, it's going to work every time. Like, but I have had some silly games with that deck involving winning, even winning on grade one. <laughs> really? That's crazy. Like, crits are real good. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. Did anybody use Ultimate Great Die Kaiser, the limit break that got an extra drive check? With uh, There were people attacking him in, but his cost was so expensive. Mm-hmm. Could he use a Counter Blast 2, and then Counter Blast for Die Kaiser, so that was already a Counter Blast 3. Yeah. So it wasn't really viable because the Counter Blast cost was too high. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, when did this happen? This is around set 13 also? or mm, I believe the Die Kaiser TD came around right before BT12. Okay, so... 
So right before Link Joker, and then BT13 was uh, when they got the Dimension Police support. Yeah. So that was Reverse Ayusha, Original Saber Zero. Um, the Dimensional, the probably the most important card is the Dimensional Robo PG. Yeah, a dice field, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, was there anything else important in that set? Chaos Breaker. <laughs> I mean, in Dimension Police. I, I, I know, I'm fucking with you. Um, uh, there's another crit. I guess that's important. Yeah. So... That happens, and then you you kind of just continue on like this until Legion era, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, Dimension Police wouldn't see support again until um, BT seventeen. Um, in which which they got which they got a new archetype called Metalborgs, and Metalborgs were a Legion mechanic, so they cared about, and they were and they were very power based, so all their stuff cared about how big they were. But since you were Legion, you were kind of already twenty k. Yeah. And so um, that made that a lot easier. Right, right, right. So you're already kind of big. You just have to worry about getting a little bigger. Yeah, and then this is also where you get the the Legion uh, double guard break, right? Well, dude, Not... people didn't play it yet. Oh, really? Yeah, because you needed a Metalborg Vanguard to do most of your stuff. Gotcha. Or needed to be like in Legion or whatever. So like, people were just playing like Sinbuster and like some vague other shit. You didn't have, like, quite enough... Ed- like, all your advantage was Metalborg Vanguard-based. Mm-hmm. So you'd want to ride Sinbuster quickly and, like, start hitting him to 20k and drawing cards. I see. And then, like, eventually you'll get to Legion and do the thing. But yeah. I don't think the deck was very good. Do people still play Sinbuster with Laurel just because of his guard restrict and non-hit? Uh, I don't actually know at the time because I was too busy playing Spikes. <laughs> Spikes was super sweet. I don't think I don't think that deck was that good. Like, I don't think a lot of people played it, because, like, you had to compete with uh, Revenger. Yggdrasil. That's what you had to compete with. This was like, the Ig- era Ig- of Ig- Ig- no grade one or higher, like, okay. Yeah. And it had a crit. Yeah, yeah casual crit, yeah. It was just a, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so the like, era uh, was Restanders and Glory crits. Yeah, you wouldn't even see a resurgence of Laurel until... All the way until Cosmic War, EB, uh, GBT, G, GEB01. That does not roll off the tongue well. <laughs> no. And in that, there was this uh, Dimensional Robo card called Die Earth. Uh-huh. Which everyone thought sucked at the beginning for some reason. I'm not really sure why to this day. Anywho, it's a stride. Um, Counterblast 2. If you have a, you flip up a copy of itself, and then you search your deck for a grade 3 and grade 2 Dimensional Robo, call them to regard. And then, and it was just like, it was plussing in, in Dimension Blues. Which, it, how unheard of is that? Which has, like, never happened before. <laughs> so you, now you have this setup where you ride Dykeiser, and you can immediately stride Die Earth and call another Dykeiser and whatever. Yeah. And you also got this card called Die Jet. It was a grade 2 9k. And this card is actually super important because of how it's worded. And it says send a grade 3 Dimensional Robo from your uh, drop zone back to, your, to, back to your deck. Yeah. Choose your, uh, one of your vanguards. It gets power plus four thousand and an on hit skill. Which was, but it didn't have to. It didn't uh, counterboss on hit. Counterboss on draw. Okay. But the the vanguard you target doesn't need to be a dimensional robot. It can be whatever. Oh, that's nice. So now you had this card that kind of like cared about some amount of dimensional robot grade threes, and also could work with Sinbuster. Yeah. Which was not something that you had before. Mm-hmm. So you were playing the dimensional robot deck that played that played the Battleborg uh, starter. Yes. There's a there's there's a different one. Anywho, 
Uh, <laughs> and you would play Dykeiser, and then you would just play... Uh, I just did you did you play the Metal Gear Starter? Did I play it? What did I play? So so long ago. I don't I don't think I played Goyusha. Anywho, uh, I think I played. There was one that was pre GB that was like pretty good. I might have played Die Magnum. That's mm-hmm. probably what ended up happening because that one's pre GB. <laughs> but uh, you would you would ride Dykeiser and then you would break ride Sinbuster after stride. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so your Sin Buster would already be 30k after Legion. Have a crit, have guard break, and restrict grade ones or higher. So your opponent could only guard with grade zeros, had a guard attack that was like 40k plus, that had a crit, and if you had Commander Laurel, it could restand and attack again. And on hit draw. Yep. That's that's a lot it, of things. That's like the stars aligning right there. That's uh... Yeah, it, 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 it didn't even ask for that much. Like, it's gonna, you already got two things for... for for two CB, you weren't using CB for much else, and like you were just like you just needed three CB to do the, to do the thing. You would do use two for Die Earth and one for the Break Ride, mm-hmm. and then you would be like, "All right, I have two units already. I just need to call two more or one more or whatever. Give a mm-hmm. bunch of power to Vanguard, and then just attack you." And you're like, "Would you like to guard?" And you're like, "Well, I can't." And you're like, "Sucks. You're dead." Yeah, and the Break Ride just automatically hit the power threshold that Sinbuster needed for the restrict. Yeah, there was a sweet grade one that was like pretty. I, I added pretty late. It was called Grand uh, Grand Chopper, mm-hmm. and it was a once per turn uh, when its power is uh, above thirteen k. Uh, you could counterblast one, and then give two units plus four k. So you do this thing where you're attacking with like a forty three Sinbuster or something, right? Yeah. And maybe your opponent guards to like fifty one, so for like a two to pass. Yeah. And you could put the trigger on Grand Chopper, counterblast one, give four K to each of your van- each each of your vanguards, and you hit fifty one off one trigger. That's really I re- I remember this and it pissed me off so much. I remember this. Yeah, so you could kind of like fake two to passes off your opponent who wasn't paying attention, yeah. so, <laughs> or like if your opponent thinks they're no passing, you can like still get there sometimes. Yeah. So you guys also got Heavy Duke in the Fighters Collection that year, right? Yeah, so the other bonus was that uh, sometimes you just didn't ride, uh, what's his name? Didn't ride Dykeiser, and so you needed a backup plan, and where the and so your backup plan was also Counterblast Two, called uh, Heavy Duke, and he uh, he he got did he he did, I don't think he got power. He just kind of like yeah. he answered your opponent couldn't guard his gray ones or higher basically. Uh, so his skill, is, his skill is Counterblast Two. When it attacks a Vanguard, you can pay a cost. If you do, it gets. When an attack hits, draw a card for each of your heart cards. Then, if you have a heart with Metal Borg, your opponent can't guard with Grade One or higher. Right. So, if you're in Legion already, it draws two on hit, and then makes your opponent can't PG. But it just the deck just made PGs useless. Like PGs were just dead. That's which was nice. I think a lot of the the big and everyone played four. So like everyone played four PGs. You made PGs useless. Like, and that was the main form of guarding because strides were kind of just too big. Yeah. yeah, and G-Guardians didn't exist yet. Well, they right, were and so G-Guardians... Them. Yeah, and so then G-Guardians came out, and this deck was just bad. <laughs> like, not only did you have G-Guardians that could, like... Like, so G-Guardians made it so that if you had a 43k Vanguard to your opponent's 11, right? There were G- So they could, like, say, heal, I'm up to th- I'm up to 31. And, you're, and, you're, and you couldn't, and, like... It's just so much. 
mm-hmm. so much. And it wasn't even the original set of G Guardians that did it. It was just later sets that would yeah. just be like, hello. But, well, I mean, before there... the set that got G Guardians, you also got another Fighters Collection 2015 Winter. What was that? So... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there's this guy. His name is Dyke Heiser Leon. Oh, no. Okay. So this guy is, um, he, he needs a Dyke Heiser heart. He's a stride. Counterblast one, flip up a copy of, of himself. Your Vanguard gains guard break. The great, you know, if you check a great three, choose a guard, you retire it. Can't be nullified. Skills are negated. Yeah. Just no. Just no. Yeah. Just do it. And then you had this other grade two. Was this the same set? I think this was a different fighters collection. What grade two are you thinking of? Daibazooka? Daibazooka was... Uh, no, Daibazooka was... I thought that was... I thought that was... Yeah, I thought that was the end of 2016. Uh, no, Daibazooka... Yeah, that's Fighter Collection 2015 with Leon. Oh, okay, okay. So Daibazooka was a grade 2 9K. Uh, if you had a... Dem- some... If you had a Dyke Kaiser Vanguard, it was like... Kaiser. Or something. Yeah, uh, Kaiser Vanguard. It's 13K. It was 12K attacker or whatever. Or 11K attacker, whatever. And then it had the skill if you check in Trigger Zone... If you had a Dykeiser, if you had a Dykeiser Vanguard, it got plus one grade, and you counter charge Soul Charge. That was crazy. So you yeah. just had a deck with like freely like <clears throat> thirteen grade three checks while only playing like nine or ten grade threes. Yeah, there was also a promo that came out to supplement this Kaiser deck. Uh, which one is this? Great Dykeiser, or true ultimate Great Dykeiser. I like how, I oh, like... the Legion! Oh, oh, we're talking about this deck. Okay, I like yeah, how we're one... kind of leading him to this. Sorry, <laughs> I keep forgetting this deck was so much worse. Yeah, so this deck was infinitely worse. So there's this other Legion, uh, and this was also playable with the Break Ride, but it was much worse than Sin Buster. But it was more relevant when you had a uh, when well, this, uh, this deck started coming out after, right? Well, no, I, I played this before and then realized it was wrong and then switched to Sin Buster. Anywho. And then you guys got Leon, right? Uh, yeah, so Legion's with Great Dykeiser. Yeah. Yeah, and once we got Leon, this card became more necessary. This mm-hmm. is the whole point. Um, and it says, hey, uh, there are these... You, you, I'm a Legion with Great Dykeiser, and if he has a crit, I'm going to gain another guard break skill. So you could have, like, this double guard break shenanigans. Yeah, so... Th- no, Legion with Great Dyusha. Oh, sorry, Great Dyusha, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm high as fuck right now. For real? I'm not actually high. No, I'm not. Anywho, I'm just not. I'm I'm confusing cards because I'm too excited about great great Dayusha. Anyway, so <laughs> we're getting the Legion there, of Great Dayusha. Great Dayusha gets plus two K if in a crit if you have three Debarbos and Soul. It also gets plus two K if you have a Dayusha and Soul, but nobody had did, so it doesn't matter. Um, and then it said that, and then Great Dayusha said that if your rear if your Legion mate has a crit, he gains a counterblast. He gains a guard break skill or counterblast one. He also had the he, he also gained a crit if you had yeah. like something. Same same division. Yeah, so you could have like a million crits. If you just have like this twenty four K Legion with um with two crit and a guard and a guard break skill, and that's before break ride. So if you break ride it's thirty four K with two guard break skills. So your opponent could tri- double PG and it's not enough. <laughs> it's like yeah. double PG okay, one grade three. <laughs> yeah. There there was uh like a psychological aspect to playing against mm-hmm. Dimension Police, where they would 
have like, all right, so your PGs might not matter. Do you want to try multiple? No? Okay. I'm the secret is you just do one and just not care. Yeah. That that That's what I figured out pretty early on. I'm like, look, I'm either going to lose or I'm going to lose in a more humiliating fashion. So mm-hmm. I might as well just make it the least humiliating possible. Yeah, three PGs was a lot. <laughs> so Yeah, that deck, that deck quickly became bad. And what um, was that? It was sweet. Um, so there's a thing called G-Guardians. Yep. And there was one in particular called Dismal. Which made it so that you could target a regard that regard gains resist. And it cannot be attacked or hit by attacks for the yeah. turn. So, so one of the strategies you had with Leon was you basically do the overlord thing. You swing rear guard, restand, swing vanguard, and plus a million cards. Because mm-hmm. Laurel's real good with strides, in case in case you guys haven't figured it out yet. Six drive chips, um, let's go! So, you just get a whole lot of advantage with the goal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, that kind of stopped us from doing that. So that hurt a lot. And everyone was playing Dismal. Everyone. Dismal was like, you know, like 10 bucks or some shit. Yeah. At least. So that made the deck already worse, because you lost a lot of, a lot of your big advantage. Mm-hmm. And then they started printing PGs that were, like, more generic, so that you lost that advantage as well. So, it just kind of started falling off. Like, G-Guardians kept getting better and better and better. Our power didn't increase very much. They started spreading out effects, making effects worse. With, they introduced uh, Burst. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. They introduced Burst Mechanic with, like, not enough free ways to pump it up. Yeah. It just it just got real bad. Like, Dimension Police is basically irrelevant. For, just, like, the rest of Tierra. I just couldn't keep up with the times, it seems like. I mean, they basically printed mechanic to make Dimension was bad, and then never actually printed things that kind of, like, were actually good. So. And I think that was just a function of how powerful G-Guardians were. Mm-hmm. And so, like... Well, there was the X-Gallop restander that was kind of okay. I mean, except that Dimension was still bad as a clan, so it didn't matter. Yeah. And, like... For the rest of G-Era, Dimension Police was just irrelevant. Like, it couldn't keep up with what the other clans were doing. Gear Chronicles were so out of hand. Yeah, man, like, it's the future. And then by the end, Fujiro threw up their hands, said fuck it, and made everyone broken. Yep. And, and so I, and I, I had kind of sh- sh- sold out of Vanguard at this point. Like, I was kind of, like, not into G-Era. Like, I couldn't play Dimension Police. That was always, that's always garbage. You know, Merkin was always garbage. I'm not, I, wasn't, I wasn't that surprised about that. But, like, I just wanted... like, it was, I, I just wanted to play D-Robos, and I just couldn't. And, and so I, I sold out, and then a different fight got real mad at me on Twitter. And then, uh... <laughs> I and I was like... That was great. And, and then, like, that stream that they announced the reboot, I was just really excited. I was like, oh, nice. I don't have to deal with strides anymore. Strider, <laughs> oh shit. Let's do anything else. And, like, I was kind of over Strider to begin with. Like, yeah. decks kind of were, like, very consistent. Uh, like, guard didn't matter. Like, you just kind of threw stuff at your opponent and see what happened. Yep. Yeah. I mean... So I was real excited to reboot. And I was... I mean, I let everyone know about my excitement. Mm-hmm. And it was funny, too, because, like, everyone was really upset when they first announced it. And I was, like, just talking with them. Like, why were everyone upset? And, like... Event, you just see like this huge turnaround of like uh, the, the like the mass opinion of the of the reboot. Like everyone's like, "Oh, this is the worst thing ever," and then like everyone's like, "Actually, 
<laughs> well, there's that. I might be able to get to play my favorite clan again and not be shit. Yeah, there's that, and then you also had people who quit, you know, long ago in the G era that were like, either I can't keep up with this monetarily, or just this is too fast, or too broken, or too stupid, or whatever. Right. And now everything's slowing back down to, like, a more, you know, the, the way it used to be. Like, this this mm-hmm. is the shitty 80s reboot that we were all waiting for. This is our Jurassic yeah. World. So, like, mm-hmm. and you look at just how, and, and like, we, we had an episode where we talked, and I keep bringing up this episode up because I think it's so important about things we'd like to see changed in the reboot. And, like, the biggest one I had was shield values. Like, yeah. I want guarding to matter. And, like, they, st- they they made numbers, they kept numbers bigger than they were before, but also made it so that cards actually guarded for relevant amounts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hail triggers are huge. Yeah, and, and your, your crits, like, you know, they, they matter as shields again, and instead yeah. of, like, mattering like, it more as cards than as shields. And then, like, the gift system kind of gave some... Fr- 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 oh my god, I'm stuttering. Breathe some new life into the game. Yes. Yeah. So, why don't we talk about this new life? Well, uh, la- like we said last week, uh, they revealed the stream of... Uh, the VR for Dimension Police. Great day, you yep. crazy. We know mm-hmm. what Dayusha does, and uh, yeah. So, yeah. what's uh, do we what... need a reminder for people of Vanilla Dayusha? All right, so Vanilla Dayusha, so Super Dimensional Robo Dayusha. Um, he's a grade three, thir- uh, grade three, thirteen K with fourth gift. Um, Vanguard Circle. If his powers, if this unit's power is thirty five thousand or greater, this unit gets critical plus one. And we'll talk about how that ability is very much like. Uh, the previous one without actually coming that far into it. And then it has a once per turn, you can rest any number of your guards, and it gets, for each unit re- uh, that was rest for the cost, this unit gets power plus 10,000 until the turn. So if you rest three units, it gets 30k. Easy enough. Alright, so its its ability is actually kind of sweet. So, it's power plus 35. Let's say you ride Force Gift and put it on Vanguard, which is kind of like, I think, becoming very common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think the <laughs> like only... Like, the first one you just throw on yeah. Vanguard, you're like, okay, hey, whatever. Yeah, the the, the only uh, clan that typically doesn't put Force on Vanguard first is Royal Paladin, and that's in <laughs> special circumstances. Almost every other time, it's let's put it on Vanguard first. Right, uh, you just ride Vanguard immediately throw Force Gift down, because you're always going to have a Vanguard, and you don't want to commit that much to rearguards yet, typically. Yeah, um, depending what you want, but... So let's say you do that. Let's say you just ride this guy grade 3, put a force gift on him, he's 23 on his own. Let's say you have any grade 1 behind him, he's now 31. How much more do you need to boost him up? 1. He'd be 23, plus 8, 31, 4K. Yeah. It's basically the same as the old Aisha. Just bust, bump, 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 bust him up 4K, bump him up 4K, and he's got a crit. That's all, folks. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, so... Yeah. Now, uh, like, in terms of the the deck, I, there's also some interesting other cards that, um, like, not only get power give power to the Vanguard like it used to, but they also gain power on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, things like mm-hmm. Die Dragon and Cosmo Beat, which we'll we'll go more into detail on, with those on the, during during the, the set review. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, I'm going to say, if we get the old Cosmo Beak, which is Counter Blast 2, give your Vanguard 4k, and the new Cosmo Beak, which is Counter Blast 1, it, and your Vanguard gets 4k, or 5k, 5K. Yeah. it's like not even remotely close. <laughs> <laughs> Half the cost, double the effect, more than double the effect. Yeah. 
also isn't an AK. Yeah. Um, one thing to note that uh, there is no guard break in this iteration of Dementor Police yet. Not yet. Not, Not yet. But we do have guard inflation. Is that what we're going to call That's it? True. Cause, cause... I don't know what else to call it, okay? That's uh, just what came out of my mouth. I think it's a good word. Can we call it Menace? <laughs> okay, sure. Menace. Can we be blocked by two creatures? <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, what he's talking about is uh, that there's Dimensional Robo Die Mariner, which is, uh, so it's an 8K grade 1, and one place to Soul Blast, choose a Vanguard, or one of your Vanguards, and for the battle that it attacked during the turn, your opponent uh, has to call two or more Guardians at once for that attack. Is this card even good? I mean, you don't have to lose the card to do the thing. I mean... I get that. It is. I, there's just a lot of soul blasting costs, so I'm yeah. kind of getting kind of worried. There are like you do have uh, die brave and die tiger that go into soul, so maybe right. Can... I mean, they also cost soul though. So also true. Never mind. <laughs> I feel like that's. I feel like die mariner is something you would pocket for your wombo combo. Right, but what is the wombo combo? Because you're rewriting, so it's going to lose that skill, right? Well, I guess that's the thing, is, like, you would go into it with Dayusha first, since it has the crit, you would force out three cards if they PG, and then you would re-ride, and you still have a van- another Vanguard attack they have to somehow guard. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's But you're trading a card, like, I guess you're trading a soul for a card, which could be mm-hmm. it, which is probably good. So, yeah, this is fine. I guess we'll see how the deck shapes up. And then also, yeah. also your, your, uh, your starter doesn't, like, it stays in the soul. So, oh, I'm aware. I'm very yeah. tilted. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I was promised a Laurel in the set, and it's not spoiled yet. So, yeah, at the at, at the time of release, but, uh, but if but see, it's it, it's either not named Commander Laurel, uh, or, or or it's but it's a rare. <laughs> that could be and, also. And it, wait, no, it can't be Commander Laurel and be a rare because then it's going to be underneath. Because co- oh no, it can be. If it's if it could be a rare and be Commander Laurel, or it could have a different name and be Laurel and be a double R, but it needs to be after the letter D. Yeah. Um, I think an, an, another thing to note is that Dimension Police and Spike Brothers are the two Force Clans that we know of that can make more than three attacks in a turn. Aside, oh wait, no, for that Dark Overlord. All but yeah. Royal Paladin can multi-attack. Suck <laughs> it, Royal Paladin. God, for, Royal Paladin just seems worse the more the more we talk about other stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's in the form of Miracle Beauty, which uh, the old one was uh, from back in the day was when she stood, the card behind her stood, which is also the case here. But also, uh, she's a Force Gifts, and then uh, on Vanguard or Rear when it attacks uh, Vanguard, if if her power is thirty k or more. You can stand uh, another miracle beauty on rear guard circle. So That's different, so weird. Yeah, different fight put out a video uh, where he's counting down the weeks, uh, waiting for this set to come out, and he talked about the stream uh, and said that this would make a good budget card, and I'm inclined to agree with him. But uh, I mean, yeah, but just just buy it, just buy the sweet cards. Thanks. <laughs> Look. If, if, just buy great Dayusha, man. Look, we make we make fun of a lot of stuff here on Nexus at night, but if there's one thing we don't make fun of, it's people who can't afford to buy. I mean, that's cards. fair. That's fair. So like, card, yeah. cardboard's cardboard's expensive. We're, I get that. We're never, I'm just saying, like, this card is this card is all right. Like, but the problem is, I hate that you need another exactly Miracle Beauty. Yeah, that does. Do so you already need to see two of this great three, and you're giving up a Force gift gift ride? 
Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. That that's, but, that that bothers me. I thought Miracle Beauty had the Force gift. She does. She yes. does. So you're giving yeah. up a Force gift okay. ride by like calling one to R, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, if they kill that Miracle Beauty, it's like actually a disaster. Yeah, because your deck just kind of stops functioning. Yeah. So that that's what I don't like about it, which is why I'm like not super high. But we're missing a common grade three, probably, so that could be sweet. Yeah. Um, Big so, fan of common grade threes, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Aqua Force one was pretty sweet. <laughs> right? They always have, like, these incredibly silly effects. Well, I, <laughs> what, what, was, what was the common one you're referring to? Is it, like... The one that can only attack fourth battle and oh. gains 20,000 power. Oh, 20,000. Is that even a real amount? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, I... I kind of want to run, like, two of it in the deck once I know what Maelstrom does. Right? Yeah. Um, if you haven't already figured out from context clues, this was recorded, uh, like, you know, a week ago. So, sorry. We're recording in advance for once. Yeah, we're, we're, we're planning. Like, my favorite thing was uh, when I decided to start this podcast, I was looking up how to start a podcast, and all of the things were like, uh, make sure to record a few episodes in advance, so if something happens, you can just put one out and not have to worry about it. And I did that never. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Now, uh, I wanted to talk about the idea of restanding vanguards in the standard format before we get to the premium right. part, because uh, as of you know this great Dayusha reveal, only it and Dragonic Overlord have the ability to restand as a vanguard, and which makes sense based on the clans we've seen so far. Yes, now Dragonic Overlord. For those who can't remember, uh, where which where was the stupid tab? There it is. Okay, so Dragonic Overlord <laughs> Not you, apparently. V series, yeah, exactly. Is uh, so on Vanderer you can soul blast, give it 10k, but also on Vanguard if it hits, you counter blast, drop two cards, and stand him, and he gets drive minus one. So. This All right, is... so you're down a card to you're down a t one total card attacking with him again. Yes, which is like you know in the grand scheme of things, cards matter a lot more in standard than they do in premium because like no one has these sick ass advantage engines that you do back in the back mm -hmm. in G era. So this matters um, compared to uh, compared to Great Ayusha, wherein you like. Yes, you have a ride minus, but you also get two more drive checks. You get a force gift. You get 10k to himself. You get 10k to your front row. Now, also keep in mind the turn you're using his skill, you didn't ride, so technically you're just making up for what you, riding. Yeah, well, because yep. well, what they want you to do yeah. is continually re-ride to keep getting gifts. But like this mm -hmm. is a way to force more. You're cards. basically doing your main ride later. Yeah. Yep. And during the battle step, which is the best time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. So the so this is really saying how much weight they put on this power forty five thousand or greater. Mm -hmm. So the fact so they're trading an attack hitting and two cards for power forty five thousand or greater. Uh, attack hitting and two cards, meaning for. Uh, for your Vanguard being 45k power. Oh, which yeah. means... Overlord. Which means... So the other one's 35k, so that means that they're probably equating to 10k power to about a card. Yeah. Which is kind of insane, an insane rate for Dimension Police. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're cheapening skills based on that much, this is, like, a great trade-off for Dimension Police. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, if this happens, 
then that means you get... So if 10,000 is about a card, this is... This is a plus one inherently. Yes. Like, just off dry checks alone. Yes. But you're also getting more cards in your opponent's hand, assuming that they guard it. Yeah. Yeah. Or they get, or you get a damage in, like, you're getting an extra attack. So, like, that's worth a lot. Where, like, the extra attack is, like, has a pretty hefty cost when you look at something like a Draconic Overlord. So I think, like, Great Daiusha is, like, pretty insane uh, based on how they've done restanding previous, uh, based on how Draconic Overlord is statted. Yeah. Like, the only real benefit to Overlord is that you can potentially get him sooner. Right. So you can, oh, so yeah, that's the other thing. You can have uh, Draconic Overlord on your Great 3 ride. You have to wait till turn 4 to the Great Daiusha. True. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I guess you have to wait a turn. But, like, that's fine. Like, Games aren't ending on turn three ride for the most part, so not, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I I do think this is gonna make like I think so far, judging from this, depending on what Maelstrom does, I think Dimension Police is gonna be the winner of this set. Which when we do the set review, we'll we'll this will come full circle and we'll have a natural opinion. Yeah. But looking at we'll this now, destroyed is what will happen. What? We'll get destroyed is what will happen. What? I think. I think most most of clans so far look look good. Yeah. yeah. Like I I think I think Gra- uh, Grand Blue looks pretty decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Dimension Police looks pretty decent. Uh, Aqua Force. Like... Aqua Force. That's kind of like uh. uh and it's I... really just because Aqua Force is an Excel clan. Mm-hmm. And like I think Excel clans are all having similar issues. Yeah. I well the multi attack Excel clans I think Tachikazes are doing okay. Yeah. Right. Well, Tachi yeah Tachikaze is like is so wacky it's like hard yeah. for me to judge. I've just been watching Tachi videos just because, yeah. like, I'm trying to figure out how good this clan is. Yeah, yeah. Tachikaze is the Benny Hill show of Vanguard right yeah. now. Just... I guess, like, from what I've heard from other people, the opinion is it's good but has a tendency to brick. Uh, I mean, that's that's every reasonable. Card yeah. game. I mean, like, but, like we higher tendency yeah. to brick. Yeah, but we, we don't we don't have the the right consistency that we did back in G era. So it, it's uh, it, it's something that I think people are going to have to get used to again. Yeah. I feel like Tachi's is very reliant on riding Giga Rex. Yeah, to, to get the amount of gauge needed. And also, because like because of the gauge system, you could just lose combo pieces that you want. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's a strong... Cl- so, like, I think the opinion is, like, Tachi Kaze is strong, but because of its system, it has a higher tendency to brick than other decks. Nice. That's the trade-off, I guess. Um, yeah. So, back to Dimension Police, um... So with premium, where do you think that this is gonna like? How is this gonna go? You think? Just off, uh, off of initial reactions. I don't think this has any application in premium whatsoever. Yeah. So I don't the way great that you chose worded is that it doesn't work well with strides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the power gain is nice, but like you can't do it on grade three ride, which is kind of where a lot of these four, uh, these um, gift markers are gonna have like a good play. Yeah, and it's then like the turn you ride grade three. And then because of his restrictions, you can't use it the turn you ride Dykeiser, so the dream of a break ride restander is not happening. Right. So what you'd have to do is you'd have to play something like Goyusha, go first, ride grade two ride grade two, you Dyusha uh, ride into a force you know, maybe a force grift or something. Mm-hmm. And then the next turn you'll have the, the setup to do it. Yeah. But like that's a lot of now you're minusing three to set up a plus one. Which is not great. I mean, yeah, yeah. 
And then also, the existence of G-Guardians makes this a lot weaker. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're doing this over striding. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of these cards are just, they don't think matter. Yeah. And then, like... Like, unless you play a bunch of standard cards in a premium deck to pump Dayusha to 35 your first turn, I don't know that you're going to get Dayusha first ride. Right. I, th- I, th- I think what might end up happening is, aside from, like, just adding in the, the standard format triggers so your shields are better, you will probably just run the more, like, support roles like Die Tiger and Die Brave in addition mm-hmm. to, like, all of the, unfortunately, you know, Dynexus or whatever. All right, here's stuff. another here's another tilting part about a uh, great Dayusha. What? <laughs> you can't gain a crit, so you can't even use him as the Legion mate for Great Dykeiser. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, in a way where you would get the guard break on Great Dykeiser. You would just have this 24k Legion, same as before, but you wouldn't have the guard break. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Which I feel is also incredibly tilting. How crazy mm-hmm. would this have been if it was uh, end of the battle that your grade three or greater vanguard attacked? It would be better. I'm not think it's like that crazy. I just think it's fine. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, it'd, it'd be cool if like you could stride and then do this on top of the stride and get the. Well, well then, yeah. I don't think no, that wouldn't work because then it has to be the no, because your vanguard is placed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This can't work. With, this card can't work with stride ever, even if it. Was grade three or higher? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like, assuming they didn't, you know, stride proof it. I'm like, it, it would be pretty nuts. But of, yeah. of course, they. Did, I don't think so. it's proof for stride necessarily. I think it's proof for doing it multiple times in a turn. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that is like, good. The way this card is worded, like, it could never work with stride regardless. Yeah. So this uh, this card does nothing to Dimension Police uh, as far as Remember? other formats are concerned, but. Yeah. I do think the uh, OG Dayusha has more has probably more effect. I mean, the fact that it is just a big, big grade three guy that gains a crit on grade three ride I, is probably more. Important I haven't than, paid attention to. I mean, like a uh, regular guy. Dayusha. I yeah. just mean a regular Dayusha, just because he's a. Uh, yeah. no, you know, he's, like, he, he, can you realistically, like, if you went first, could you realistically pump him to thirty five k with the G? I told you, stuff? he only needs, he only needs a four k he only needs a four k boost. Oh yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He has a Actually, force yeah, gift so. on him. <laughs> so, you just throw a force gift on him, and you're like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, so I guess you would run regular Dayusha just in a D-Robo deck for be a big play, I would just play real Mimi Platinum Ace garbage <laughs> and hope to get there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think Dimension Police standing in premium looks very, it looks very strong. Like, if you're playing Dimension Police, you're playing them in standard and not caring about premium at all, which is exactly what I'm going to do. I think so part, it works perfectly for I me. think part of it was also because Dimension Police ended in a bad spot. It's at a disadvantage inherently in premium. Mm-hmm. So, right. right. Yeah. And also, this stuff is just balanced better for standard. Like, yeah. you have a 35k crit beater in premium, which is kind of okay, but... Dex can make up that early damage really quickly once they start striding. Can we talk about how awkward the art for Platinum Ace looks? Uh, <laughs> sure. Not that, not that they can see it because we're a voice. And I mean, they picture. can look up. They can look up the card, right? Sure. So it's got like this. It's got like this. It's got like the guy, you know, the Platinum Ace shooter, uh-huh. and he's like pink and yellow for some reason. I mean, he was that before. And he's shooting out it? like what? Never mind. Not really. Okay. All right, so apparently we need to describe the old platinum ace. To, to... I I don't I don't think he's shooting anything. I think he's blocking it. It's like this big green laser. Yeah, he's block. He is. Yeah. yeah. 
Did I just type Platinum Ace? Was I, am, I, am I actually stupid? Oh, Diamond Ace. I was, I was talking about uh, Platinum Ace. Sorry. And I'm... Sorry. Recalling the art for a different card? Yes, I was. Oh, no, I was I was recalling the... So plat, the old Platinum Ace is like this red dude guarding a blast with his hand, just kind of sticking it out there. It looks kind yeah. of sweet. But he's red, and, he's red and gold, right? Yeah. The new one is like very, very right, pink. That's Diamond Ace, though. Yeah, I'm talking about. Sorry, I meant Diamond Ace because I'm talking about the PG here. Yeah, yeah. So the new, the Diamond Ace guy is like super pink. He also has a little shield in his hand instead of like a, just blocking his hand like a badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he's he's chickening out and using his little shield. I mean, it, it, it is a diamond shape, so I can kind of see why he's doing that. But all right, what's the other one doing? Just he's just Diamond Ace and just doesn't care about <laughs> just anything. <laughs> I, I just I, I, I diamond. He's not even a diamond ace. on the card. He's just blocking it because he can. <laughs> he's like, no, screw this. The original diamond ace looks like he's shooting something at you, whereas the the new one is he's blocking something. I think he's blocking something at both. He just added a little diamond, so his name makes sense. <laughs> I really ought to put this up, like for the for our YouTube listeners. I really ought to put this picture up. I'm probably right. gonna forget, but I'll. I'll it is. I'll it is incredibly it. colorful. Uh, Holy shit! <laughs> That's my point. It is super colorful. Is this good or bad? Because I mean, you're gonna play it to PG. It's probably good. No, I mean, like, if you wanted to talk about the art, and usually when you want to talk about something, uh, it's also, usually bad. Pascal is actually holding a green rupee. Yeah. I know, right? Like. like well, because originally it looked like a Jolly Rancher, and now it's literally. I just love the like, Jolly Rancher one. Yeah, the Jolly Rancher one is so good. <laughs> that was a Jolly Rancher, and now it's just like lawsuit from Nintendo. Awesome. <laughs> yep, your your Green Apple Jolly Rancher is just right in your face. Yeah. Um, so good. I wish you could still. Pl- I wish they would like have like ordinary PGs so you could play with the old art of PGs. I know, happen. right? Okay, oh, that'd be so nice. Was, I'm just happy we have Pascal back. Hey, I have a question. Does Battle Sister Chocolate just still do the thing with the machine gun where she like misses all of her shots and like everyone's like, uh, what? <laughs> I don't. Uh, she's not the PG though. She's not the PG. For OTT. What? Yeah, they took the Battle Sisters out of this for some reason. Like uh, this they, is such bullshit. Why? I know. Like even your scribe. Who the hell is the PG? It's um. Miss missed. Yeah. What? No, 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 that's not the Pete. No, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> the Dimension Police. Yeah! <laughs> um, this is not right. Yep. We should run to the real villains. <laughs> oh my god. All right. What? So now she just like makes a bunch of mist, and they're like, "Oh, I can't find it." <laughs> When they could have been random shooting machine gun, and then the enemies being like, "This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen," <laughs> which, is what they, which is what they did before. I really, I really don't think the Busher had thought about like the logistics of what a PG looks like in terms of like how they do their guarding. Usually, they just they just run up and block it. That's yeah. what they, they do almost all the time. My favorite but... thing w- w- was in in Jira as the, the the anime got more and more ludicrous. The the, bla- the the things they were blocking were like three times the size of themselves, so it was more a logistic thing of like I understand I'm like strong enough to block this, but like that is a giant ass laser beam that could probably just go around the shield. But you know, whatever. No, no, they they what they do is so it's oh actually God. a PG is more than just blocking it. What it actually does is it concentrates the energy in a single spot, so they're actually controlling the energy too. Okay. And then they block that point, so that they can uh, they can absorb it all. That's how they do it. 
I'm pretty sure. This is why people. Okay. This is why people bully nerds. This is why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. First indeed. of all, I'm not. A, first of all, I'm not a nerd because I don't watch anime and, anime, and and that was what makes people nerds. Yes, you do. What? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I bet you. I bet you guys aren't even watching uh, uh, Harukana Receive. I am probably not. You should be. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying, summertime is here, and living's easy. Rest in peace, Demo. In the summertime, when the weather is hot, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. What are you talking about? You cannot touch the sky, it is too high up. No, the the, the song, In the Summertime, by Mondo Jerry. You have to know. What? what? No, I actually have no idea what are, you're talking about. Are you serious? This is like, it was like a song from the early 70s, and they played every the Early 70s? Song. How old yeah. do you think I am? Older than me, technically, but they, they play this like every summer on the radio, and it's like, just like, uh, you, you know how I see I, where you made your mistake. You think I listen to the radio. After that. I, I heard it from my sister originally. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so uh, the, the sound of a bag of chips is probably a good indication that it's time for a game of stump. Now, uh, what? yes. That's what you're calling it? Okay. Well, because it was Let Stump Atlas, but it's not just me, so Stump. It's fine with me. Alright, Stumpy. I pulled five random triple R's out of my fake collection of cards because Dayusha is shiny or something. Yeah, so it's going to be all all triple rare edition. Let's go. The first one is easy. Super Cosmic Hero X Gallop. (laughs) Oh man, this guy. Uh, He's a stride, obviously. Grade 4, power plus 15,000. Same stride bullshit. Do we really need to say all this? Anywho, uh, when it attacks, counterblast 1, flip up a copy, flip up anything, I think. Yes. And uh, you, uh, your front row gets power plus 4,000 for each co- face-up copy. So if his power is 30,000 or greater, your front row gets power plus 4,000 for each copy of himself face-up. In your zone. And then, if his power is 45,000 or greater, some bullshit, uh, he gets drive check plus one. You actually got it flipped, so if it's 35 or greater, oh, he gets Oh, 35 and 40? Check. Yeah. Oh, 35 gets a drive check, then 40 is the... Power, yeah. Power. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew it was some permutation thereof. I just always hit both, so it didn't matter. All right. Give him half a point for that. Yeah. Wow, rude. And now for a card neither of you will probably know. Peaceful oh. Voice Reindeer. Oh, fuck you. Okay. I can't even remember which reindeer this is. Um, uh, this is a new one. Okay, I want to say it's... Um, is it like a stride where every time you drive check a grade 3, you get an extra drive check? No. Okay, then I, I'm out of ideas. Because uh, the, the only other one I know is the original grade 3, where when you drive check, bounce something, then recall something. All I can yeah, I have no fucking idea. I don't know Bermuda cards. <laughs> so it's a grade 3, 11k... Once per turn, you can choose a card from your hand and put it in your soul. When it, your drive check reveals a grade 3, you can do, you can pay cost, choose up to one of your rear guards, return it to hand, and if the original reindeer is in your soul, it gets drive plus 1. This is awful. <laughs> it requires it putting the original reindeer in your deck. It Also, rear guards... Is this get, a promo? <laughs> no, it was actually in a set. <laughs> it's a triple R. God... All of the cards I'm reading, you guys, are going to be triple R's, so it has a rearguard skill, counterblast 2, at the end of the battle, your drive check revealed a card with reindeer in its name, you can stand it, 
And if it's standing, you can pay cost. If you do, move it to your Vanguard circle and it gets drive minus one. This is so bad. Why would anyone <laughs> play this card? There's some poor soul out there who tried to play it. Alright, back to easy dimension police thing that Matt will hopefully know. Cosmic Hero Grand Volver. Don't look at me, man. Well, that's a great 2 9k. Uh, has a skill, counterblast uh, counter 1. Your Vanguard's power is 15,000 or greater. It and your Vanguard get plus 4k. And it has resist also. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and if your Vanguard's power... Oh, sorry. It and your, va- your Vanguard get plus 4k. And then if your Vanguard's power is 15,000 or greater, it gets on hit and counter charge too. Uh, no, so if your Vanguard is 15k or higher, you choose one of your other rear guards and oh, that unit. other! So yeah, so those two gain 4k, and then if your Vanguard is 30,000 or greater, it gets the on-hit counter charge. I forgot the order, my bad. Uh-huh. I just know that skill worked pre, uh, pre-GB. It's not GB restricted. That's nice. Yeah. That's good. Yep. So, the fourth card I have is Supremacy Black Dragon or a guy's dragon. <laughs> Have these cards. <laughs> yeah, why do you have an aura geyser? That's still an important card. I don't know. Okay. I uh, don't know. I just have an aura geyser. All right. So if it, uh, I doubt this one. Shadow Paladin, straight four stride, fifteen k plus. Uh, on attack, counter blast, soul blast. Flip a copy of him face up. Uh, choose two of your rear guards and retire them. Then look at uh, two cards from the top of your deck or reveal them. Sorry. And uh, for each grade one or less revealed this way, he gets five k. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You got it. And then, finally, because I had set three last week, Demon World Marquis Amon. Ooh, okay. Oh, yes, grade three 10k. <laughs> Continuous gets, or, sorry, on your turn, gets plus 1k for each card in soul. Each dark irregular in your soul. Oh, sorry, but... whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can counter last one, choose a rear guard, put it into soul, your opponent chooses a rear guard and retires it. Yep. Alright, that's all I had. My favorite was when you'd have a grade 3 Amon, you'd Mm -hmm. kind of bust one, take another grade 3 Amon, put it into soul, so Amon eats himself, (laughs) and your opponent sacrifices a rear guard. Was that just for the novelty factor? Or what's the... Yep. Alright, that was all I had, unless you want me to pull more obscure triple R's out of my ass. Also, Dimension Police, or Dark Regular Rear Guards just don't matter. Yeah, they don't. Do two more, just for a bonus, just because this was for shits and gigs. Okay, uh. Dragon Destroyer Battle Deity, Kamu Suzano. Oh, I hate you so much. Okay, uh, <laughs> this is the one from GBTO5. Wait, is it? Fuck, it's either, that <laughs> it's either that one or the one from Trinity Dragon. I'm gonna... What? Give me the name again. Dragon Destroyer Battle Deity, Kamu Suzano. Alright, I'm gonna guess it's... Okay, so, GB2... Uh, if you have five or more cards in hand, continuous 5k and a crit. And then uh, when you stride him, you can counter blast two and draw until you have five nope. cards in hand. Fuck, it was the other one. No, it's the other one. Damn, I remember okay. okay, so. I remember this guy, the other one. I, 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 already, I already did my guess, so. Uh, what is it then? I actually literally don't remember this guy, the other one. <laughs> Me neither. It, 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 okay, it was, it was so. such a non still. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so flip himself, do something, then if you yeah. have two face up, do something else. Yeah. So flip himself, he gains an on hit, look at top two, add one to your hand, put the rest on the bottom at any order, and then continuous GB3, all of your units get pl- plus 2k. God, that was terrible. <laughs> Why do these right. cards even exist? 
So now for another terrible card that we don't know why it exists. Holy Seraph Altiel. Oh god. I actually uh, don't old... remember this one. Alright, so this is an Angel Feather. I know it's an Angel stride. Feather. It's got like Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1 for some fucking reason. <laughs> and you flip up uh, anything. I think you can flip up anything, but it doesn't fucking matter because you always flip up herself. Anywho. Uh, that you then um, heal the number of face-up cards in your damage. So it's an act, so it's, or it's fucking, dur- or it's one placed or something stupid. So you have to do it during your like main phase or before. And then you, so you heal the amount of face-up ALTLs in your G zone. And for each damage healed this way, you can uh, you, you deal, deal you deal damage yourself. So it's rescue yeah. X, whatever. And then it has a continuous GB three of counterblast one. Give your front row three K or some shit. Yeah, it's so actually act awful. Up. Yeah. Oh, I actually have one more. You can do that R. as much as you would like if you hate yourself. Yeah. All right. I have one more stupid triple R because I just found this in my binder. Arc nice. Saver Dragon. Oh, screw you! <laughs> actually, no idea. I've never. Uh, it's it's a it's it's like on stride. Call a something. Do a something. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Whatever. It is a gri- it is a regular grade four. What? Oh! <laughs> I actually have no idea then. So, it is a regular grade 4, 13k. Auto, counter blast 3, soul blast 3. At the beginning of your main phase, you can pay the cost. If you do, choose up to one card from your deck, soul, drop zone, and damage zone, up to a total of 3, and call them to separate rear guards. Where even is this card? Where is it even from? There was a promo. And then it was released as a triple R in the Revival Collection. I refuse to believe you. <laughs> so it seems, so it seems like what you would do is just do deck drop and damage zone. Like <coughs> mm-hmm. you're already soul blasting three, and then those cards are going to the drop zone anyway. So what do you care? Yeah, it also cannot be called or superior called to rear guard circle. Not that you care. I like how this is a grade four with thirteen k, but like <laughs> there are grade threes with thirteen k now. Isn't hindsight yeah. fun? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Why do these cards exist? Why do they print? Why do they even print these cards? Why do I know what Altiel does? I'll never know. Yeah. I, I think this might have been our memeiest episode yet. All right, it's because it's because Altiel is so shit, and every Angel Feather player just constantly complains about it. Oh, that's right. Because like they had to play it for like a period of time. They just had to because there was nothing else. So you just know it off the top of your head, thanks to that. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I, re- I remember why you remember this. It's because James wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. You're, hey, hey. <laughs> that card is pretty bad, though. Yeah. It is. And I wish James would come on the show already, but he won't. And it's annoying. He's a little bitch. That's, I mean, what? Oh, <laughs> I don't That's know. Great. If... I got to troll you guys with Altiel <laughs> oh. and fucking Arc Saver. Good job. No one knows what Arc Saver does, and I, never, I, don't even, I didn't even want to know. <laughs> you refuse to acknowledge that it exists. I, I'm going to forget, like, tomorrow and be happier for it. I'm gonna tweet this card out on the Nexus at Night Twitter because it's hilarious. Oh yes, do it. please do, please do. Uh, and just no, just do it like now. So like you know, like two weeks from now, they'll be like, ah, oh, finally. Or <laughs> like, like, why are you tweeting this? Oh, no, what? No context, and then so yeah, so, just no context. Yeah, like, just... no context. I'm gonna take a picture of it and just tweet out. Yes, it's a real card. And then people are gonna like, be this like, card what? exists. What? And yeah. then this, this episode is gonna come out, and people are gonna be like. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, do what you want, man. You 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 are one of the people with the password, so um, yeah. 
All right. So, uh, anything else we want to add about uh, Dementor Police or Restanding or no? Uh, I want to say uh, Dayusha. It's getting late, and I shouldn't wake up my neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably not probably not a good idea. Also, you, you again, you blow out our eardrums at the start. You don't need to do it again. Um, <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, like Rootbeer said, find us on Twitter at Nexus at Night, uh, me at Atlas Novak. Me at Wiggins, 2Gs, 2Zs, etc. And me at Plasma Eclipse. Yeah, so, uh, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt, and also still, and also looking at Dimension Police case splits. <laughs> and I'm Rootbeer. <laughs> Thank yeah. God I was able to troll you guys with random obscure triple R's that I just have. Good job. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> We interrupt your outro music to bring an addendum. Uh, we recorded this episode a week in advance, and we, ju- we just can't win, can we? Because uh, as of uh, the time of this recording, this one right here, uh, the effect for uh, Blue Storm Dragon Maelstrom has been released. For the a- record, it is, July- it is Thursday, July 12th. At the time of recording this, yes. Uh, Same. Yeah, the the, yeah. the full episode was recorded on the tenth, so that that's why there was the disconnect. Yeah, we um, all expected Maelstrom would be a big stream release, and they just randomly release it on a Thursday. I mean, for good reason, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right, enough. So enough pussyfooting around. Let's get to it. What uh, what's his deal? So, his first skill is Act once per turn, Counterblast 1, all your units in the front row get power plus 3,000. So that's the, and, the st- that's the thing we saw on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. But and we the way the they framed it, yeah, yeah, they never show the cost, so the way they framed it, it sounded like either an on-play or just something he had passively. And then Auto, once per turn, when your rearguard's attack hits a vanguard, if it's the third or fourth battle of this turn, discard two cards, stand this unit. Okay, well, also Excel gives so what's, it, what's, it, okay, but... what's its other effect? <laughs> there is none. What? Yeah, you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <sighs> Okay. So so this so oh so oh, so Maelstrom wasn't the VR then so Maelstrom's just like a random triple R. Yeah, no, right? No, it's the cover card. So disappointment about. Oh. Uh, so my uh, when this got revealed like an hour ago at the time of recording. I'm in the this, bargaining right now. Yeah, my my, my friend Eric was <laughs> Maelstrom. <laughs> I've already gone through like three different waves of emotions regarding this card. Hashtag puns. What what waves of emotions? I, I was just like, it really excited because I just saw the card and saw standing, and then I saw the cost and got really deflated, and then I thought about it more, and then I got really upset because I hated everything, and then I kind of calmed down and have settled into, this is still bad, but I'm not as angry as I was initially. So, at some point in the next week or so, you're going to have a moment where you're like, wait a minute, maybe I can make this work. And it never so no, I've already started thinking about that. And Which, it so, still so came out. Like it so still came out to Maelstrom. Be, yeah, I'm in the acceptance stage where I've just accepted that Maelstrom is win coin flips the card. Yeah, but like, so right before the first World War started, there there was this guy who I I, I think he was either like the foreign minister or something for Austria Hungary, and he went, wait a second, 
declaring war isn't the same as being at war. Why don't we just declare war and then not mobilize anybody? And then that turned out super horrible. So <laughs> that's basically what you're going to go through in the next week. I know because I've gone through that myself. Um, yeah. So how how could they have made this not su- not as sucky as a, as VR? I mean, uh. Are we talking about changing the card fundamentally, or just reworking the skill? Change, change a cost, uh, something like, re- like change a couple things around. Or if you if you really want to go like full headcanon, yeah, sure, design your dream maelstrom, but do the first thing first. I mean, if we look at the other restanders. Daiyusha is just counter blast one, stand your vanguard, basically. Well, you do like, have the re-ride, but again, if you if you're if you're yeah. at this point, you've listened. Like, I know, to I'm trying so. to like frame it. Yeah. So like we have, and then we have Overlord, which was an on hit. Like discard two, gain drive minus one. So Maelstrom is sitting in this weird middle place between them, where like your rear guard attack has to hit the vanguard, and then you have to discard two, but he doesn't lose drive checks. And so I guess the awkward part there is that wave restriction because it telegraphs your attacks and it kind of forces you to have this really specific setup where, like, I think your first attack can be kind of throwaway because Maelstrom more or less has to attack first or second. So, like, preferably second because the first battle is where all your restanders are. And so, like, that first third and fourth battles where you kind of have to jam in all of your like high-powered beaters, so early in the game, your opponent is encouraged to just take your first two attacks and then save all their guards for the big beater. For So it doesn't really work out for getting him to stand, and then it also makes your trigger lineup really awkward, because now like you kind of want to play fronts if you're going to use Maelstrom, because you need that third or fourth attack to be really, really big, but at the same time, you don't really want a crit or anything, because if they're at four damage, then they have to guard it. So, like, you need crits so that Maelstrom himself is still threatening, because he's going to attack twice, potentially, so you want that to be as threatening as possible. But you also need fronts to kind of make your rearguard beaters as big as they can possibly be to try and get that restand. And then you still need draws because Aqua Force can't draw for shit. In standard. Yeah, in standard. I mean, they still couldn't really draw for shit in G era. I, I have an idea. But you play that meme dragon guy, the grade <laughs> three that gets plus twenty k if it's the fourth battle or more. Riptide. You just you just go in on the fourth battle. That's. I mean, that's what I was thinking too. But then that requires more things to go right. And All right. Can't draw. Right, so you want okay. So here's the real big problem with Maelstrom, right? Is even if he does restand, he's 15k. Yeah, At- unless you play fronts. So yeah. again, like you need front triggers to make everything and threatening. hit a front immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing; it's really awkward because you kind of want crits for that pressure, but you also want fronts because the way Maelstrom works, it's basically necessary to get all of your all Vader right. back as big as possible. Six okay. front, two crit, four draw. Got it. <laughs> See, the, uh, it seems like it would lean more toward fronts because if you crit them, then there's more of a chance they get a damage trigger which would then shut off the rest of your turn. Yeah, but so, then at the same time, like fronts make it so that the restand is kind of less threatening in its own way. So it's like shooting yourself in the foot, but your foot has gained green anyway, so it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why does this card exist? 
Okay. Okay, here, here are three possible fixes that I think they could have done. If they had made the 3K to your front row passive, like just during your yeah. turn. Yeah, I think you can make it passive and 6K, and it still doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe not 6K, right but like, yeah. Definitely the, the like 3K front row all the time would have been fine. It, what if it just that, wasn't once per turn? If they did that and kept the uh, the rest of the stills the same, that would have been fine. If they made the restand, the on hit restands, uh, third time or more, none of this like third or fourth only. So just yeah. every single attack past the third one is danger. That would have been fine. If they made it, you didn't have to drop two for the restand, but kept the restriction. That would have been okay, I think, because then you it would have just been like a big fat plus. Although that would have been the worst of the fixes, but it still is a fix. I have ways to make this card worse. <laughs> you no, you don't. You don't. I do, I do actually. God. What? What do you? What? Discard, discard two. Stay in this unit. Gets drive minus one. <laughs> I know, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. If this had been a force vanguard, do you think that would have been better ish? Like no, no. no. It's still, you still have to get to four, third or fourth battle, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, just like on the restand, at least you have like a plus ten k on vanguard, so it's less. Uh, you know? I mean, that's why Overlord is at least decent, because you're swinging with 33k. And fronts yeah. don't exist, so you just go in ham on your vanguard. Right? Alright, but where, where's Laurel? I know, right? God, shut up about Laurel. Uh, you'll get, no. you'll get him by, by the time they hear from us next, we're going to be talking about Laurel. So just... <laughs> so you it. think. <laughs> cool it. Um... Oh man, this this was just like especially. I think what makes this the most insulting is that this is the VR. Mm-hmm. This is not the trial deck card like Overlord was. I might add. Mm-hmm. This trial is, deck card's looking good now. Yeah, I know. Naval, Naval Gazer looks great. Looks mighty fine. Uh, I mean. I would ha- I would honestly rewrite into Naval Gazer if I played Maelstrom. I would ride Maelstrom first. Reg- because that's probably the only time his skill will be relevant, and then I would rewrite Naval Gazer for sure. It's not not the worst idea. I mean, it's basically instead of getting two units, you get one unit but more, more power. Yeah. Restand. So. Yeah. I guess that's the thing with Maelstrom. Like, you have to commit a ton really early, and so if it doesn't work, you just get punished so hard by everything else. And th- this is this is a, a meta where in standard, Cardero is like. Almost the top dog. Kagura, but then even if it isn't, like, everything else beneath it still has a lot of very threatening cards. Yeah, but I mean, like, Kagura is an outright counter to this yeah. now. Yeah, like, so. it's an outright counter. Uh, I think OTT just having its massive power gains and crits, and because you have to commit so much for Maelstrom without getting any e-card returns, it's really bad. It's going to attack your rear guards, and you're going to have to, like, lose yeah. them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tachikaze can just ping you to five, and then they have giant rear guards. Yeah. And the, and, uh, or, you know, just a gigantic Gigarex save to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, <laughs> our episode about Excel clans, just get, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I, I, I think I think the problem is becoming, like, Excel clans that operated in a standard way are being, like... Punished. Like, pu- yeah, by just, like how they're designing Excel. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Tachi's isn't an Excel clan in, like, a standard fashion. Yeah. Like, they yeah. care about something completely different. So they're like, yeah, let's go Tachi switch shit. And you're like, what? Yeah, yeah like, I guess they're trying to encourage Excel to play hard and fast, but then this game just doesn't really complement that in its current state. 
Like, a lot of the stronger clans can either punish that, or they can regain their resources really easily. I would honestly have been okay if Maelstrom was just a retrain of his original. Like, instead of being this restricted to on-hit fourth battle or more, just make it a straight-up counterblast one, he gains 5k, retire, draw. Oh, just when you hit fourth battle, just bam. No, that... No, not even that. Not even when you hit fourth battle. Just as an act once per turn. Just do that. That'd be pretty awesome, actually. A little broken, but awesome. Like if they needed to restrict it to fourth battle or more to balance it, fine. But like, just having that tempo ability, so you kind of. So I would, if I were to redesign Maelstrom, I would just, I guess, make his front row plus three K on place. I guess just to balance that, because apparently they felt it needed balancing. And then I guess, yeah, just to balance it, the retire draw a bit, like, if you hit fourth battle or more this turn, counterblast one, draw a card, retire, draw, and retire an opponent's rear guard. Yeah. Or hell, like, we, are, we already know from this, the best effects are the ones you can do without, like, input from your opponent. Mm -hmm. Which means on hits are kind of butt, in general. Yeah. Um, or at the very least, inferior to their non-on-hit brethren or sister. Well, they're 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 pretty bad when your rear, when your rear guards are not gigantic, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it, a relevant on-hit from a gigantic rear guard is horrifying. Yeah. An so on-hit from thirteen, you know, your nineteen k rear guard is like not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's kinda Really sad. Yep. And on this low note, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>